0: Folks oh, Recorded,
1: Recorded live,
2: live. One time here, a.k.a. Pyramid Kid A.k.a. Toonday A.k.a. Lazarin A.k.a. Asar Hey, y'all thought that one's gonna see me again, huh? Well, newsflash, homie, I'm back Whoa. Come on! Soon as the plane land ain't got no time to play. I touch ground, bend down, kiss the runway. Soon as I stand back up, I'm like a worker bee. With new turf, new streets, new people to meet. Deep in the heart of a crowd, what will I discover? The internet, one thing; real life is another. The return of the brother, tell mama her son home and prepare a rock steady like a dial tone. It's more than a milestone. It's just a story of how your boy came back to restore the glory of all those before me. My ancestors. For the way that they continue to bless us, they so precious. I'm so hyped. Ghanaian skyline nighttime it's so tight. Africa, y'all, for once, I feel so right. I'm setting the shop, no need for return flights. Where well, we going? To Cairo, okay. And Lagos, okay. In Gaza, okay. Johannesburg. Well, yeah, on the outskirts, set yeah. my family i for the growth spur. Yeah. Africa needs economy is hurt, and we the missing link, so it's gotta work. I got skills to further build the infrastructure. I'm not a brother that's undercover, a blood sucker. I got to jump jumper cable. my mind is a door of If Africa is heaven, the USA is hell. <laughs> yep, and they can keep all that. Eyes open under fire, helping people all that. they the number one reason why we all track. It's to the point where now we fall back whenever change comes. We get quiet and they dumb to the pain's numb up blacks the black forgot where they came from yeah what time here's the reminder i'm here we get something with that shot come behind your moon where we going to the temple of very Now it's clear that I'm here for a real reason <laughs> Welcome me back Africa, the US, You just lay down As the motherland I to reach my destination African Very African But black and the red motherland wise, To the outside, you, you need knowledge While well, Yeah, I don't know where you at too, man Yo, we, we up in you know what I'm saying, Joe Look, Berks, look, look, I'm just blind. No proof of reconstruction. This the first one of its kind. You way over here, up in a strange place. I Identify by numbers, cause I ain't got no face. Don't know my family name, cause I ain't got a Don't know a whole lot of things, but I do know where I'm from. I write this letter hoping you still got love for me. i your sorry, Marcus Garvey and Elijah Muhammad. They knew I heard you calling Malcolm Huey your Martin. Every hood they was hollering, trying to jog my memory about the love we shared. They say you used to call me your king instead of a thug or a player. And you can't wait until I get there. I heard you change your style. Some people said I shouldn't mess with you now, cause you're too proud. And what we had is all in the past. No more gym Bay circles while I'm dance in the grass. Come like, on, you know I don't need that shit. Right now we're putting out fires, distracted and tricked by the and liars and killers to the point my mind's obsessed with dying and yes it's true I'm sick and tired of crying but no I'm not sick and tired of trying I'm heartbroken and girl I need your love that's my word that's all I got I know I'm sounding kinda desperate but you all I got I'm coming home, my. you, go turn me down. But I can't blame my people for taking the way that I knew this is called and stowing us off of the path to rebuild the connection we lost through the slavery. We today. I'm knowing you're off of way more. Something to go to the crib and stay for. I'm done with these hoes. Don't need to be ashamed of what they did to you. It's all in the struggle. Ain't a thing that they could do to keep us from being a couple. Stole your gold and mine and your diamonds, using guns and muscle. Never a couple. And how much I love you And I could never watch you suffer like that Age telling you about the millions Yet through the trials you smile And continue to stand resilient For all the world to see You are the girl for me When I get back we gon' relax And drink some herbal tea comfortably Once we clean up the mess Cause living without you got my life in the stress and unrest my I need you I need you Someone come to you right now and say, let's separate. You say the same thing that the house Negro said on the plantation. What you mean, separate? From America? This good white man? Where well, you gonna get a better job than you get here? I mean, this is what you say. I, I ain't left nothing in Africa. That's what you say. Why you left your mind in Africa.
1: <laughs> All right. Uncle DeSeneb. hit Peace, life, prosperity, and wellness, family. This is your brother, Young Kool Minoo see, new, also known as Unk Benu, coming to you live with our show, Cool Kim Radio. Cool Kim, that's Black Light Radio in the language of Meduniter. You know, For those of you, this is your first time tuning in, I want to say welcome to the show and to the family that's always in the building. I want to say welcome back home, right? It's good to have you with us. You know, but for those of you, this is your first time tuning in. You may be a little unfamiliar with what this particular show is about. You probably, you know, heard the lyrical content and subject matter of the songs that we opened up with. And you're probably thinking to yourself, man, this is some deep stuff. This is some heavy stuff. What have I walked myself into? You probably heard the words that I, you know, I opened up with. Unc, uja, sin, and, you know, I said it meant life, prosperity, and health, right? Peace. And you're probably thinking to yourself, what in the world is he saying? What in the world was that? What language is that? Unk Uja, Meduna-what? <laughs> right? Just to make sure that we're all on the same page and everyone's caught up to speed, right? We said that, you know, this is Kukim cool Kim Radio, which means black light, and... You know, that's the language, you know, it means that in the language of Medunater. Meduna ter is the correct name of the language of the place that many of us know today as ancient Egypt, in which our illustrious black African ancestors, who were the indigenous and original inhabitants of that land, they referred to their land as Kemet or Tameri and Medunater, right? Or Ru in Kemet was the language that they spoke. Okay, and you know, if that's news to you, if you didn't know the correct name of the language of the place we call ancient Egypt, if you didn't know the correct name of the place that we call ancient Egypt, right, was Kemet. If you didn't know that the original and indigenous inhabitants of that land were a black African people, your ancestors, my ancestors, right, you didn't know that you were African,
3: <laughs> well,
1: alright, I want to say you just got a small glimpse, a quick small glimpse of what the Kukim or Black Light is all about, because Kim is all about resurrecting, restoring, reclaiming, basking in, bathing in, walking in, and signing in that illustrious Black Light of our illustrious Black African ancestors, and you're going to hear some words today that you know, may sound a little strange to you, right? Besides the, you know, the words in the Duterte and other, you know, African languages, but you want to hear some other words that may sound a little strange to you. you want to hear some words put together that don't quite seem as though they fit together, right? They're going to seem as though they don't quite mesh. It's going to, you know, going to clash on your ears a little bit. You're going to hear words like, Black and African and ancestors and illustrious and ingenious and mighty and powerful and wise, all in the same sentence, in the same context, referring to the same people, to your people, to you. You're going to hear these things. And it might make you feel a little strange inside. <laughs> but I want to say, don't be alone. Don't be alone. We ain't here to do no harm. Right? Any initial discomfort that you feel is just us exercising that wither inch chip and that wither inch seed from the brain and the blood, and it'll all be all right after a while. All right, and you know, if you can get with that, that's all right. I want to say once again, welcome to the show, family. Welcome to the show. Okay, man, we we got us a good one going on today. <laughs> you don't know, you probably like, you know, come on, new, you say that all the time, man. Hey, you know, hopefully we haven't lied in any of the times that we've uh, actually said it, you know, we try to make sure that we bring the science to the fam, you know, time after time after time, we want to make sure that we keep it perpetual, who knows how many shows Kukim might have, you know. We got over 100-something, you know, probably, right? Not sure. We, we get close. If we haven't reached that 100 mark or passed that 100 mark already, we're, we're definitely getting close to it. But, um, you know, all of those shows are available in the archives. And, you know, we, we've covered a great bit of information, a great bit of our ancestral wisdom. And, yo, you know, nowhere close are we to, you know, exhausting the wisdom of our ancestors, right? We, we, you know, I don't see us, I don't first see us reaching an end to that black light, right? So, you know, it's a little something, something right there. I'm feeling a certain kind of way this morning, man. I'm in, in a certain kind of vibe. I don't know, <laughs> right? But, um, you know, we got, we got a special show today. We're actually going to go back about three weeks or so three or four weeks or so um, to you know deal with the second part of the show that we um that we did you know pertaining to the science of sacrifice right the science of sacrifice very important subject um you asked this show pertains to you know, Kemetic spirituality, which is a, you know, an ATR, it's an African, you know, so-called African traditional, quote-unquote, religion, right? Or, you know, I prefer traditional African spiritual practice, okay? It is one of those. So, um, you know, it's a, you know, it's an important subject as it pertains to traditional African practices, right? Sacrifice. Right? Sacrifice. We want to deal with the science of sacrifice and the degrees of sacrifice. Um, You know, the importance of sacrifice and, you know, the essence of it. We want to, you know, I think everyone that is listening to this show. Everyone that is, you know, awake or waking up right, to the black light, everyone that is, even if you're just waking up to, you know, the, the the awareness, right, the realization that something just ain't quite right, you know, I think that everyone, um, you know, has this feeling that something needs to change, everyone wants a complete constructive change for the better, of course, right, to take place in their lives. So, you know, with that said, we got to talk about, you know, the relationship between sacrifice and change, right? Sacrifice and transformation. It is an intrinsic relationship right sacrifice and change and there is no change without a sacrifice okay there's no change without a sacrifice so we got to talk about that we got to talk about the uh law of reciprocity we got to talk about these things
3: you know what i mean but
1: before we get into all of that man whew, let me get myself together get myself right want to make sure that we Keep things in the right order. So I want to get myself in line with the divine. All right? Make sure that we're keeping things in line with the divine. So, we want to first and foremost start things off by paying homage and saluting rank. So, I want to say, interi. That is, Salutation of power, Father, Mother, Inter. The divine. Mother and father, salute. I want to say, in nature ten into interu, that is salutation of power to the divine forces of nature, the interu. I want to say, in nature ten, dear to you, you ba, o, shepsu, that is salutation of power. To the ancestors, the legendary ones, the ancient ones, those of yore, those from before, those at the head, the venerable ones, the, the honorable ones, the sacred ones, the holy ones. I salute the ancestors. I want to say, and that's heritin, you, ek, sepsu ek, tepiu ek. That is, Salutation of power to your ancestors. Those of you that are listening, I salute your ancestors. And I want to say a natural 10. Salutation of power to you all as manifestations, expressions, emanations, literally the walking incarnations and embodiments of
3: Niter,
1: yourselves. What we just went through, family, was our divine ancestral lineage. Because for us, as an African people with an African worldview, practicing an African way of life, for us, we trace our lineage all the way back to Niter, to the Creator. Right? We trace our lineage, as a matter of fact, all the way back beyond. The creator to the source of creator, the infinite. Okay, that's another subject altogether. But we, as African people, we trace our lineage back through our blood relatives, all the way back to the original man and the original woman and the original man and original woman back to the interu the forces of nature nature itself and back through the procedural interu all the way back to niter to ra to Kepri, and back through ra back through niter back to Kepri, back through the creator back to noon to amun to the source of creation the infinite universe the cosmos the all right that is to say that for us We see Niter as our first ancestor. However, not only is that our divine ancestral lineage, but for us as an African people, with an African worldview, practicing an African way of life, for us in our worldview, there is only one being in existence, period. And that one being is the terre. And all other quote-unquote beings are simply expressions of, emanations of, aspects of, that one being, right? The embodiment of that one being, the personification of that one being, right? So not only is that our divine ancestral lineage, but it is also the divine evolutionary and creative process through which we, as that one being, brought ourselves into existence as in the terror, as Ra, as the creator, right, and you know further exploring ourselves, learning about ourselves, creating ourselves, right coming forth as the inter the forces of nature, and further evolving, refining, exploring ourselves, experiencing ourselves, coming forth as the original man, the original woman, and going further to explore ourselves, refine ourselves, redefine ourselves, recreate ourselves, reproducing ourselves through the line and through the years until it ultimately culminates in our coming into being in our very existence right here, right now, in this present moment. That family is the Ku cool Kim. That is the black light. It is those twin aspects of the same self-divine African knowledge, right, that divine African self-knowledge that is going to elevate our people out of the condition that we currently find ourselves in, and it's that divine self-knowledge, that black light, that's going to Shine a light into the darkness of our condition, the darkness of our minds, and allow ourselves to see ourselves up out of the mess that we find ourselves in. That's cool, Kim. And once again, if you can get with that, <laughs> I want to say, welcome to the show. All right. Okay, fam, we got a good one going on today, man. You know, we got a good one going on, and you know, I want to definitely, definitely, definitely make sure that we take our time and get into it, do it justice, and uh, you know, we're going to, we're definitely going to make sure that we do that. So, but before we get into it, before we go into it, we're about 30 minutes in, and, you know, every 30 minutes or so, we like to open up the lines and, you know, give the fam a chance to chime in, right, to build, to add on, to ask questions, make comments, say what's shop, et and so on. So, you know, that's what we're about to do, right? Those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother, Unk Benu, you're listening to Kool Kim Radio. We're dealing with the subject, the science of sacrifice part two. Okay. If you like to, you know, call in, you have a question that you like to ask, comment that you like to make, you know, by all means, feel free to do so. We would love to hear from you. And if by chance you do have something that you like to say or ask, like right, comment a question, but you don't necessarily want to call in, feel free to leave that comment or question in the Talk Show Live chat room, and we'll get to it ASAP, family. All
2: right.
1: Go ahead on and, uh, you know, open up the lines. Get in here. Hetepu, to my brother Israel, what's going on?
4: Hey, hotel brother.
1: Hey, Hetepu, what's the good word, brother?
4: <laughs> Uncle Justineb, my friend. Uncle
1: Justineb, yeah, I just
4: wanted to send out a, a greeting to you and the and the first lady and the rest of the family listening? And uh, I can hear a lot of passion in your voice as you were getting ready to. Uh, introduce this topic So I'm just going to be tuning in And just kind of learning some things I just wanted to say uh, Goodwill to you
1: Alright Appreciate it brother Much appreciated Dwight Give the love to the fam also
3: Alright Will do bro
4: To
1: you
3: Hete up. Yo. Alright We
1: got a call in from Louisiana What's going on Hete Pooh, Louisiana You're on the air Yo
5: what's going on man
1: What's
5: going on? I'm Who that? This man down in Baton Rouge.
1: Hey, what's going on, brother?
5: Oh, I'm just coming in, brother, just listening to the show. All right,
1: all right. That's just a good I say good. that's a good word. Hey, hey, man, you know, it's good to hear from you.
5: I appreciate that.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
5: It's good Everything to be here,
1: good.
5: Man. Oh, yeah, it's all good. All right, just trying to hey. just trying to get some more knowledge and uh, you know, you know just
4: keep on listening.
1: All right, that's a good word. Well, hey man, look, you you in Louisiana? We we you right, know, we not that far from each other now.
5: Nah. Okay, where you at, man?
1: Hey, I'm I'm inside L. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, you right
5: you right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. no doubt, no doubt. So, hey man, you know, we we definitely be linking up, brother.
5: That's what's up. That's what's up, man.
1: Alright. That's a good word. So yeah, you you will stick with us. I'll check back in with you. Okay. Okay. Alright, brother. I'll be back at the pool. Man, man. All right, man. Alright. Unk Ujerson Eb, Hamat Nisut Warit, the first, what's going on? <laughs> 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 you got
6: me teasing.
1: <laughs> to you, to you. What's the good word?
6: What? Not too much. Um, I I love the the energy. Y'all, he wakes up like this. I didn't even didn't even get him no breakfast this morning. He just Uh-oh. Oh, don't, don't tell yourself now. Don't tell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like definitely. Um, I know I'm. I was. I was feeling what. Uh, how you open the show? Definitely, and I know I'm probably gonna know you with this um, analogy. reality to give my disclaimer. But um, thinking about. Uh, when you were relaying that you cannot have change without sacrifice, like for some reason, the <laughs> image um, of uh, the biblical account of Moses parting the Red Sea. Uh
0: oh.
6: Like for some reason, that popped up in, in my head. Maybe Uh-oh. It's that them ghosts. Uh oh. I think maybe not because um, it just had me. It had me thinking about, you know, when you're when you're moving into a new phase, um, you you kind of have to give up and, and shed uh, everything that you knew up until that moment, and a lot of folks can't even, you know, step over the line. So it's, I don't know, it just it really. Was resonating
3: with me. Hmm. Two, two, two. To, to have
6: the courage to, you know, make the change and and give up the good things as well as the bad things to receive something
3: greater. Two, two, two. No doubt,
1: no doubt. Hey, and you know what? I I think I think we're going to. I'm going to give an example. You know, because this is the thing, right? You know, for for. Every sacrifice or every change requires sacrifice, right? Every change requires sacrifice, and every and anybody and anything that wants a change, I don't care what level or kingdom or dimension, etc., so on, you might find yourself existing in. There's always a sacrifice, we we gonna deal with it, right? We gonna deal with it. We, we gonna we gonna we gonna take it there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Huh?
2: <laughs>
0: all right, come on, bring it. All you got, right, that's you a got our mouths
6: watering, so let's
1: do this. All right, all right, that's the word. I'll be back.
3: Thank you. To you, that's the pool. Okay. All right. That's the pool. South Carolina,
1: you're on the air.
5: That's a pool. What's a pool.
1: What's going on, Equaline's? Shaem yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> What's going Dude.
5: on, brother? It uh cool. So See you. Man, everything is all good. Uh like the rest of the family just excited about um, you know, checking out the, the important parts about uh transformation and you know, getting that, getting our change on Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I'm pretty sure you got some good ingredients as it relates to dealing with sacrifice and, you know, as we're still building on the, the subject. So I'm definitely uh, here to listen and get some of this good information, get some of this good knowledge again. Wow. To you.
1: All right. That's a good word, brother. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, what I'm talking about?
5: To you. Same here, brother.
1: All right, all right, I'll be back.
5: You, you hotel. hotel, All
1: right, all right. Those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother Uncle Noo. You are listening to Coo Kim Radio? I'm about to get into the subject, the signs of sacrifice part two. Yeah, you know, yo, know, there's, there's a, uh, you know, there's a, you know, purported. Let's say a purported, um proverb, comedic proverb, you know, I I use say I say purported because you know, I personally haven't seen it said exactly the way that it's been rendered. Um, you know, but you know, it's supposed to be
3: you know it's less
1: in certain places to be from Temple of Luxor. So, you know, have to have to wait till I find it before I can say, Yeah, that's on the joint. But the truth of the you know of the statement is is definitely um relevant, right? And you know it says for every joy
2: to be had
1: there's a price to be paid. Okay? For every joy to be had, there's a price to be paid. All right? If you want something, you gotta be able to give something. All right? To give or to receive, you must be able to give or be willing to give something. All right? And you know that's that's just a law. Of the universe the law of reciprocity it's a natural law okay you want an apple tree right or you want an apple and you know if, even if you if you go to the store
3: right you got to give something right
1: even if you steal that apple you got to give something you giving something right even if it's your integrity even if it's your, you know, even if it's, you know, striking a blow on your, you know, on your, uh, you know, your bah, right? Your conscience, right? Even if it's, and, and if, if it, I say, if it uh, does not strike a blow on your conscience, then, you know, you might have killed your conscience a long time ago, or says still sleep in that coffin. But even if you steal it, you got to give something up. If you buy it, you got to give something up. If you want to, you know, grow it yourself, you got to plant a seed and give back to the earth, right? Water that seed. You know, there's always, there's always, right, something that you have to be willing to give in order to get. Always. There's always an exchange. There's always a sacrifice, so to speak, Okay? it's always a sacrifice and you know there's a few things that you have to you have to ask ourselves right few things let's say three things right three things that we have to ask ourselves number 1 is who are we right who are we And in that who are we, okay, that, you know, that includes the question, what kind of being am I? Okay. Because who are we and what kind of being we are, beings we are, will go on to, you know, speak to the way in which we function, right, our function. Okay. And. You know, from there, we didn't ask the question, what do we want, right? What do we want? Even if, right, even if let's say that that question takes the form, like what do we want, takes the form of, okay, well, where do we want to go? Who do we want to be? Et cetera, so on. But the second question is, what do we want, right? It's something that we want to do, something that we want to receive, right, something that we want to know, etc. cetera, so on. What do we want? Right? That's the second question. The third question is, what are you willing to give to get it? What are you willing to give to get what you want? What are you willing to do to get what you want? Right? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to pay? What is your price? Okay? What is your price? That's an important question. What is your price? And, you know, your price is intricately, right? connected to, okay, your
3: desire
1: and the strength of
3: that desire,
1: the strength of what it is that you want, right, how bad or how much you want, whatever that is, right, you know, that, that, you know, how much you want it, how bad you want it, your desire for it, You know, it it has uh, what you call an inflation or deflation effect, right? A fluxing effect (laughs) on, you know, on the price that you set. What is your price? Okay. These are three things that we must keep in mind, three questions that we have to ask ourselves. Now, before... We get deep into it I want to, you know, say something I'm going to, I want to read something This is actually the synopsis of the show Okay If you want to see revolutionary change in your life And I think we broke down the word revolutionary last week Or, you know, last time So we'll deal with it again if you want to see, however, revolutionary change in your life, you can't be afraid to disrupt your current paradigm. You cannot fear disturbing your current routine. You cannot fear seeing your current system fall apart and must be willing to make sacrifices to your ideals, to your vision. You must be willing to destroy and be destroyed to die and let die only then will you be able to build the life you want only then will you be reborn into the person you want to be the person you're destined to be you must be willing to embrace the the initial momentary discomfort and uncertainty you must be willing to Part with what you've always known and walk forward into the unknown, you must be willing to let go of the finite and reach for the
3: infinite, okay
1: no that was a lot, right no that was a lot, but we want to we want to delve into you know each part of that each part of that, okay because. This is the thing, as, we, as, we, as we've talked about um, in the first show, you know, about the purpose of sacrifice and what sacrifice means in, right, African traditions, in the comedic tradition,
3: right,
2: and how,
1: you know, when we see certain offerings being made, we see, right, animals being offered to the ancestors, to the Neteru, etc., so on, um, You know, these offerings take the place of the individual that is making them, right? These offerings take the place of the individual that is making them, right? The animal, right, whose blood is being spilt. Is taking the place of you and your blood. The blood in the situation representing life, right? The blood is the physical representation or physical correlation to the life force, okay? And, you know, as all is life. Okay? In essence when we make a sacrifice and spill that blood, we are exchanging a life for the life of something else. Okay? Why? Why is why is that happening? You know, like why is it that we have to exchange a life for a life? And why is it that this particular animal, this particular offering, whatever the case may be, is taking our place. Why is it that ultimately the sacrifice is required of us? Okay? These are important questions. Right? These are important questions. And, you know, to to the family out there that's practicing the various ATRs and whatnot. You know what I mean? These are important questions that we have to keep in mind. You know, that whenever we are performing sacrifices, we are in essence writing IOUs. (laughs) We're writing IOUs because, right, that animal is taking our place. And... You know, it's doing so because for one reason or another, we either are not ready, right, to make a change, a sacrifice ourselves, right? Or we are not aware of the fact that we need to do so, okay? We'll deal with that a little bit more in depth in a moment. Right? But the fact of the matter is, the purpose of sacrifice is to, in a sense, effect or force a change. Okay? And not only that, not only is it to effect or force a change. Right, but it's to is to effect or force a change that may not actually occur within the current paradigm of things, within the current routine or cycle of things. all right that's a, That's another important point, okay? There's a time in place. And space. For all things. Right? And. You know. Two things. Let alone everything. Right? Two things. Cannot. Occupy. The same space. At the same time. Okay? Two things cannot occupy the same space. At the same time. If they did do so, that would be what we call chaos, okay? So, in order for there to be order, or ma'at, there must be at least two things, right? And these two things must have their respective places, their respective roles and function in space and time in relationship to one another and the whole, okay? These two things must have their own respective places in space and time, and their individual organisms must be respected and preserved in order for order and harmony to be maintained within the collective, within the whole, okay? That's, that's my ma'at, right? That's my ma'at, that's law, that's order, right? But if, once again, We didn't have this order, and they were allowed to infringe upon one another, encroach upon one another, impose upon one another, okay? It'd be chaos if they tried to occupy the same space at the same time. So this this law, okay, this law, the law of cycles, right? and understanding order, and understanding that each and every thing that exists has its proper place in space and time, okay? And that two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time, right? We have to understand that, you know, there's, you know, know, in the cyclical nature of things, the current paradigm that is in our lives, right, there's certain laws that we have, you know, set into motion, okay, certain laws that have been set into motion, right, initiated by our, you know, stemming from our thoughts or our actions that stem from our thoughts, okay, they were initiated by our thinking, by our motivations, right, but these actions went on, to create a cycle of cause and effects, and that is why, when we look at our lives, it appears as though the same song is on repeat.
3: You see, right?
1: It it, it looks like the record, right, keeps playing over and over again, right? It it looks like they keep showing the same rerun. Over and over again. In marathon form. (laughs) Right? We keep getting ourselves into the same old situations. We keep running into the same old people. We keep dealing with the same type. Right? Same type of brother. Same type of sister. Making the same mistakes. And it appears as though. If you're aware. See, see, this is the thing. If you're aware enough, blessed to be aware enough to notice the pattern, to notice the cycle, then you can begin to ask the question on how to liberate yourself from that paradigm, that cycle, how to break that law, how to change those laws. Okay, but until that happens, it's just going to be the old same old thing, same old thing over and over and over again. Why? Because our actions have not changed and our actions have not changed because our thoughts have not changed. Our thoughts have not changed because our motivations have not changed and our motivations have not changed because who and what we say we are. Is either undefined or compromised. It's questionable. Okay? So, sacrifice then, animal sacrifice then, becomes necessary because we want to give birth. To a change in our lives That does not fit the current paradigm And laws that we have set in place Right It's not in the budget (laughs) It's not on the curriculum It's not on the itinerary so to speak You see Sha'i Sha'i Right Or destiny Right Destiny Sha'i you know, it's said that he's born with each and every person and that, you know, he stays with that person all the way up to the Useket in Ma'ati where they stand before the scales in their hardest ways in the tradition. Sha'i's right there standing with them before the scales. Okay? This is to say that, you know, uh, everyone that is born has a destiny, and destiny plays a role in their lives from the cradle to the grave, from the duat to the duat, from the east to the west and back again. Shae is always present, okay? And when we look at, for instance, you know, Ricky Iket, Right? The great sage uh, Pitahotep And he talks about You know not setting One's heart After seeking riches Okay Because no man Can ignore Sha'i Right I Think that's Pitahotep right? I want to make sure Because it, it may be a minimal, pep, a minimal pet But uh You know The advice that's given here is that, you know, ultimately, the circumstances that you deal with in life, right, that you have, that you face in life, right, your life, the station that you inherit in life, that you enter life into, and whether or not you... You progress or elevate from that station, okay, or or fall further down beneath that station. Shayi or destiny plays a great role in it. Why? Each each shai, each de- each destiny presents a differing set of circumstances. See, this is um, you know, shayi is one of those. You know, universal in particular truth, this is a ma'ati thing, right? It's a double ma'ati, a double truth. You see? You got a universal truth and a particular truth. You got a truth that is constant. It does not change. Then you got a truth that varies. See, the universal truth is everyone that is born has a shai, has a destiny. Shai is born with everyone. However, the the, you know, the particular truth is... Each person's shy is different. Each person's Sai grants them with a different set of life circumstances. And each um life and each life circumstances, all of life circumstances for each individual presents unique sets of challenges, right? That um that teach unique lessons. That this individual must learn in order to elevate themselves out of their circumstances. Or make the best of those circumstances. You see? Each, Each destiny, each life has its own set of difficulty. Its own sets of challenges. Each one. And each one presents us with lessons and principles that we must learn, things that we must awaken within ourselves and become aware of in order to evolve, in order to grow, in order to transcend those cycles. But until the lesson is learned, the song's on repeat. (laughs) <laughs> right, until the lesson is long, these same episodes with the same characters, right, and you know, it's kind of like that already, you turn on the radio today, in, your, in, in actuality, you turn on the radio, you keep hearing the same old songs, right, in rotation, you keep hearing the same songs with the same people in rotation, you turn on the shows, they keep showing you the same people in rotation,
3: Okay, that's
1: the program, right? And each person's life has a program. And if one does not become aware of themselves, they will always be subject to the program instead of the programmer of their own life. How are you going to code your life? What laws are you going to implement into your life? Right? However, before one can answer that question, we must first become aware of the laws that are already set in place. The laws that are already encoded, that has the events and circumstances, Right? In rotation already. These are questions that we got to ask ourselves. This, you know, These are things that we have to deal with. Okay. But. Ultimately. Getting back to the subject of. You know the point. In regards to. The sacrifice of an animal. And why this animal takes. Our place. And why. The blood that is spilt of that animal Is a is a substitute It's a surrogate for our blood It's because ultimately We don't want to give up A certain aspect of our lives In order to You know Make room for The new life of something That we want to enter in Change the laws change the life. If we change the laws, we change the life. You see? If we change whatever is taking up that space, right, that is preventing whatever it is that we need or desire to come to us, right, especially if it's in accord with ma'at, right, that means that there is a contradictory law set in motion. There is a law embedded within our minds and spirits, in the ib, in the heart, that needs to be weeded out. Because until that contradictory law is weeded out, it's like a Trojan horse virus. In your computer system, right? Keeps locking up and stagnating. Your growth stagnating. The efficiency and effectiveness of your creative mechanism,
3: right?
1: Change the laws. Change the life, right? You got to first become aware of the current laws, right? come aware of the current laws and then ask ourselves are we willing to make the sacrifice are we willing to change them are we willing to give them up because these laws right, are the root of our
3: circumstances
1: and these circumstances include the person places things right Thoughts, words, deeds, habits, all of that in our lives, right? All of that that's in our lives is connected to certain laws,
3: okay? And it may
1: also leave with the sacrifice, or it may change with the change, right? It may change with the sacrifice. Okay, those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother, Ankh ben You're listening to Cool Kim Radio. We're dealing with the subject, the science of sacrifice, part two. All right? Going to deal with it. Definitely, definitely. But, you know, we're about to open up the lines. If you'd like to call in, you have a question or comment, something that you'd like to say or ask, by all means, feel free to do so. we love to hear from you. And if by chance you do have something that you'd like to say, Or ask, comment a question, something like you like to add, right? By all means, you know, if you don't want to call in, feel free to leave that comment or question in the talk show live chat room. We'll get to it asap, family. Okay, gonna open up the lines. Hetchapoo, my brother Diddy, you still there?
5: I'm still here, man.
1: All right. What's the good word,
5: brother? You got you got any questions or comments? No, not right now, man. I'm uh still just opening it all up, bro. Uh um I, I like the I like the topic, it kinda hits hits home to me, you know what I'm saying, as far as sacrifice. Mm. it's it's kinda kinda easier to say than do at the same time also knowing exactly what to do what the sacrifice. But, right. you know, uh, it's a stroke, it's a balance. And, uh you know, I'm just listening.
1: All right. Hey, that's a good word, brother. Her- Heru will be victorious.
5: Yes, sir.
1: All right. Choo-choo, I'm going to be back. All right, bro. Choo, it's up? All
3: right. Okay.
1: Hatipu. Marina touch you on the air.
6: Okay, okay. Walking the other way, it's a little noisy. Um, I got a big one for you. How, uh, or rather, why is it that a divine entity would need to perform sacrifice?
3: Mm, see, you got ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
6: You,
1: you got ahead of me. You got ahead of me. You know what? I, I'll I'll go there next. So I don't want to deal with that one, like just right now, because it's gonna be long. So I'll I'll go there next, okay? But you got you got another question or comment, <laughs> Hugh?
6: Um, I got one. Uh, I guess laws that we um inherit from from our our parents. Like, Mm. like what moves can we do to correct some of those And, like, bring, I guess, healing for both ourselves And is it possible to to bring it to uh, our parents Or just family in general
1: Okay, I see That's, that's, That's an excellent question You know, laws that we inherit from our families, right? And, you know it's all, I um, say, it's all the same divine line. You know that's that's an important um, part of Kemetic spirituality. You know, in African spirituality, because you know it's 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 seen in many places in the you know across the continent and the, you know across ATRs. The understanding that, um, in a sense, we are we are our own ancestors, right? You know, the Kemetic tradition breaks it down this way: when Heru, right, when Heru um, died so to speak, he becomes Osir, he becomes the ancestor, Osir, in the spirit realm, and then when Osir is born, right, he becomes Heru, Pakrad, Heru the child, he's born as Heru the child, you know, and you got that cycle, um, both of them, you know, of course, the divine line, the lineage that connects them, that's Osir, Represented by, um, you know, the the matrilineal line, the lineage. Okay, the this the portal through which the ancestors um, and the terre right come in and out of the world. Okay, that is um, that's an important uh, important principle. But you know, the the important point here is that Heru is Osir and Osir is Heru. And that's a circle of life, so to speak, you know, you know, you know, that's that's what's that. That's what that is. Right. So um, with that, you know, we, we inherited we inherit laws from our family, but we also set laws in motion for our family. Right. Ultimately, at the end of the day, there is there isn't really anyone to blame because, you know, our life. This time around is simply the the latest um, the latest part of a journey that started eons ago, right? And our circumstances are, you know, the results or the effects of 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 you know actions that we that we you know set in motion actions that we that we did right lifetimes ago. You know? In in the comedic tradition it's called Unk, repeating life. And Osir, who represents the ancestors, you know, that or uh, represents the Ba For excellence. Okay? And even when we talk about talk about um Yof, right? The the form of Ra that that traverses the duads with the head of a Ba or a Ram. It represents the actual Ba of an individual, the so called soul right that that part of us that that lives as long as you know uh the universe exists right the order universe as long as the order universe exists this this aspect of our our being exists and it's this particular part of us right our own personal portion of the divine intelligence and power right it is that part of us that that repeats life right so, you know, that Ba, or sir, right? Right. They're referred to as, you know, sibebi uh, He. Right? sibebi He. The traverser of millions of years. Neb Jeta. Right? Lord of everlastingness, or the everlasting Lord, so to speak. Okay? But the point here, is that it cycles? It repeats life for eons, for ages, for ages, right? Eternity, so to speak, right? And you know, people, um, you know, make the mistake of you know sometimes uh, misinterpreting or assuming that eternity means forever, right? Etern, right, comes from from the uh, you know from a term I want to say eternus, which means to uh, to cycle. Right and it's it's um related to uh Aeon which pertains to an age, a cycle of time. It's a period of time, right? So eternity speaks to a long cycle, right? A long period of time, not forever, which corresponds more so to everlastingness. All right so our ancestors they they made a distinction between um you know between he and jeta right or eternal eternity and everlastingness right but um you know the Ba is the traverser of you know eternity, which in our ancestors was as- you know for our ancestors was a cycle of a million years. Okay, so, um, you know, the point here is there's no finger pointing, right? You know how folks say, you know, when you always, when you point a finger, there's always three, at least three pointing back at you, right? You know, there's no finger pointing, right? Ultimately, we inherit the laws from ourselves, even if it's inherited from ourselves through our parents. Right? we inherit those laws from ourselves, and they inherited the, their laws from themselves through us before. Right, that's the that's the science of of you know um you know you know how we are constantly uh, entering and entering into the world and leaving the world um uh, you know coming and going so to speak through our ancestral line. Okay, but um in you know to answer your question. Um, you know, it, it all deals with, of course, first and foremost becoming aware. Right? Becoming aware of the change, becoming aware, first and foremost, of the current predicament. And, you know, if there's an issue, if there's a problem, becoming aware of that problem and then becoming aware of the root cause of the problem. And once we know where the root comes from, we can we can address the you know, the issue Accordingly Right so you know it begins with awareness But um, You know when we're born We do We are born constitutionally Right chemically so to speak Um, You know inclined to be bound by certain laws Or we're inclined to Think a certain way To behave a certain way Which is heavily um, tied to our genetics Okay And you know this is uh I say you know it's not simply pertaining to um, you know disease like you know when you go to the the, the hospital, they might ask you you know if your, you know if your parents or uh, if there is a history of you know a particular type of disease or medical issue in your you know in your family, okay and you know that's because they are aware. Of the the role that genetics plays on our our inclinations and our predisposition towards certain you know certain ailments certain issues right so this is not simply limited to um, you know the physical but it also corresponds to the mental and the spiritual. All right we inherit we inherit issues we inherit gifts and we inherit uh quote unquote curses so to speak okay but um let's say medically speaking right that 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 energy that life force that is inherited is said to be addressed um or you know can be corrected so to speak through nutrition okay Nutrition, healthy lifestyle. That's the physical part. But also, you know, um, becoming aware, of course, of whatever mental or spiritual issues, and then knowing the appropriate uh, methodology to address them. All right? This is the thing, right? For different fields, you have different methodologies. We talked about it last night, methodology of the spirit. Okay? Um, You address mental or spiritual issues by... By, you know, learning how to enter into the mind to find the root of them and then to, um, effect change, to address them, to correct them at that level. Okay. So, you know, that's, that's a science all together in and of itself, but you would ultimately, um, you know, you know, get to the root of it. Right. And you may need to correct it or weed it out altogether. But, you know, once you do that, you then replace it with the appropriate laws, okay, the appropriate ideas, right, so that that change can uh, begin to, you know, uh, begin to take root and then spill over into the mind, into the emotions, into the physical, etc., and so on. Make sense?
6: You, you. I guess. I guess, um, that was that was an uh, important point too what you were laying out about the nutrition. Because, um, in essence, I, I guess it's not just not just uh, in a physical sense, but like just nourishment. Period. Feeding, feeding stuff that don't need to be fed. That just you know, sometimes stuff needs to be just taken out. <laughs> Right. But, um, yeah.
1: Right. Right. You know, sometimes, sometimes when you're like, you know, if you're going to detox, you might fast, okay? Mm-mm. Um, so that you know the toxins, the mucus, and all of the buildup, you can flush the impurities from your system. That's physical, right? But there's also, you know, the same idea. In the spiritual, in the mental, as as it pertains to detoxifying the mind and the spirit, you know, flushing those things from from your spirit, so that you know um, you can make the change, see the change that you want. You mm-hmm. know. Okay.
6: Dwell, dwell for that. No doubt. I got nah. lots what you
1: want. Excellent question. I'll be back at the pool. Yep. Okay. You're on the air. Oh chap. Alright,
5: what's the good oh, word? Uh I think I was gonna I think the QM kinda of, uh asked the question for me. If I understood. What was her, the first question that, that she asked you that you said you were gonna go into? If I might ask.
1: Yeah, she asked. Um, she asked, "What what type of sacrifice would a divine being have to make, or or why would a divine being have to make a sacrifice?" You know, one of the two.
5: Okay, all right. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm still tuning in, brother. I'm still
3: okay. In.
1: All right, yeah. that's a good word, brother. I'll be back.
5: You,
4: i tell. too.
1: What's up? Okay. poo is real. What's the good word?
4: Hey, hey, brother. Uh, I got a, a, a question, but it's more of a, something that I hope you can help me gain better perspective about. And you may have touched on it already.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, how do you prioritize or decide? what things you need to sacrifice. For example, um, one of the things I've decided to sacrifice was, you know, my uh, traditional Christian beliefs. And as you said before, um, sacrificing something like that um, puts you in a position where you're going to have to give up certain things, whether it's friends, family members, and then sometimes going through that whole uh, sacrifice personally you have to deal with a lot of emotional and psychological things. Um, right. Oh, that's, just, that's just that one thing, you know, um, your uh, your religious beliefs. But like, what if you have these other layers of personal things that you have going on in your life, whether it be, uh, let's just say, if I like to smoke a little weed every now and again. I hope I can say that on there. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey! The fans, the fans ain't in the building. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so. You know, it, it to some degree, it seems as if, you know, that one thing that's connected to religion should be the greatest and hardest and most difficult thing to sacrifice just because of your relationships with people. But then it's those personal things or those personal, I guess, addictions, for lack of a better word, that seem to be even more difficult to sacrifice when compared to the things that causes you to give up relationships. So, I mean, if mm-hmm. you have those numerous things that are on you and weighing on you and, uh, as you said before, once you have an awareness that this stuff is something that needs to uh, be let out the door, you need to let go, how do you prioritize it all if, if you oh. can?
3: Oh,
1: all right. I, hey, that's 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 an excellent question, and we're about to get into it for sure.
3: Now, look, look at this. It mm. all
1: it all stems back to those initial three questions that we asked. You know, who are you? What kind of being are you, right? What do you want? And what are you willing to to pay? What are you willing to give up to get it, right? What are you willing to sacrifice? Um, The first two questions are most important. Um, And I think, I think, Right now, we want we really want to focus on the second one, which is what do you want? You have to you have to decide what your you know I always say what is your big picture? You know, um, I used to say you said another way what is your quote unquote God vision right for your life your God mission right? What is it that you want to see? Who do you want to be? Where do you want to be in life? Right? Um, And you take The time To answer that To envision that And then You ask the question Okay By looking Right after looking at All of the things That are currently You know In play Or in motion You ask the question How do these things Serve to further The actualization Of the big picture the God vision or God mission, etc. So on. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, it's it's about um, it's about what you want and then how you can, um, uh, you know, get it most efficiently. You know what things add on versus what things are deterrents. You know, the energy that you, you know that is required of, you know, of you to um, feed your vision to ultimately realize or achieve your goal, are you investing enough energy into it or is your energy, you know, dispersed and, you know, being um, occupied by all of these other things, okay? And, you know, some things, you know, it's like, okay, it some things fit the big picture. They 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 serve or they add on uh, and help in achieving the big picture in one way or another, even if it's let's say let's say what we would call um I'm trying to remember the uh you know, the technical term for it, but it might just be like a little a little washer or a little a little bolt, a little nut in in the big machine. But, without that little washer or that little boat in the in the big machine, you know it you know things could become very, very bad you know after a <laughs> while you know gradually without it, you know what I mean, so even though it may seem real small, it still um has an important part to play you know so you do you do have things you know people um you know um things you know circumstances um you know, things that you like to do, certain parts of the lifestyle that play that part. But then you do have other things where we all do. We have things that, okay, while we're investing time and energy into this, we could be, um, you know, investing that time and energy into our goal to take over the world. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, So, you know, with that, We didn't have to make the critical decision of, you know, really it's, you know, that symbol, putting it on the scales, right? You put um, what it is that is, you know, serving as a deterrent on the scales and you weigh it against your vision, right? And then... That's that that other part of that uh, that second question. How bad do you want the the big picture? Like your big picture. That you know it's it's all it all boils back down you know boils back to that you know the the idea of the big picture and all the various things in our lives you know you know being somewhat of a you know the various angles of the pyramid. They, you know they all converge towards that pinnacle, which is our big picture.
3: You know what I mean? They all
1: they all serve to to lead and carry us there, to to help us get to that to that capstone, okay? And you know, if if the big picture is strong enough, is clear enough, and and you know just in itself that image that vision evokes um, enough passion. Within us, we'll find that we have the courage and power to make the sacrifice of the things that are taking away the time, energy, and attention from us, nourishing and, and, and you know achieving our, our end game.
4: That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes sense. I, I I think I was just kind of looking for some uh some short term objectives in order to to find a way how to reach the the goal. Oh. Um, sometimes you know. Sometimes we know what we want, but we just don't have those smaller uh, uh, laid-out steps in order to how to get there. Because there's just you know so much going on. I mean, because if you look at that first question, if you know the question being, "Who am I?"
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Well,
4: that's that's a that's a big ass question. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then uh, you know, with the second one connecting to it, you know. Um, You know, to discover who you are is is a lot. I mean, when you're talking about, especially Africans in America, uh, everything that we are, we are that because we've been told that we are that, only to find out that we are none of what we've been told, but we're actually something else. So to figure out what that is and its origin and to want that, if that's what I want, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. means the cutting away of not just some religious traditions but uh we're talking about cultures, uh languages, foods, mm-hmm. music. Man, good Greek. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes That's sir. a lot.
0: Hey. Yeah
1: yes it is. <laughs> Two damn months. <laughs> hey,
4: it,
1: it, it might be. You know, I, I I don't know. You you know better than me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, right. and I think that's why. I think that's why. In some ways, you know, living in this country and seeing images depicted that are not necessarily of our people and not who we are as beings and whatever that means in the universal aspect. You know, you start to adapt and adopt these. Coping mechanisms and these other things that you take on, whether it is of a sexual nature or of a chemical nature, you know, it's just hard to navigate how to get to what it is that you want once you've discovered that what you want is to know who you really are.
3: Mhm. Okay. Hey,
4: and you know, that's that's an excellent question. This this is and excellent
1: points. Definitely. This is this is something that that. You know I think we should also keep in mind Right there is that And you you made an excellent point you raised Okay that you know that big picture That big cosmic who am I Right that cosmic answer That's that's a a big Thing but the steps To getting there you know um, Aren't so You know let's see so far Off so a good question To ask is okay who am I Right now at this point You know or Better yet, who is it that I think I am at this point? How do I see myself right now? And do I want to still be this? Do I still want to do this? Right? Is this what I do? Is this what I want to do? Is this uh, what I want to, you know, what or who I want to be, you know? And, you know, from there, you know, let your answer, you know, dictate the, the next little steps. Right, the next little steps, you know, with it's it's um you know everybody's always in a rush. You know. Everybody's always in a rush to to um you know to make the let's say, we wanna go from you know Malcolm X to Malcolm Little, right? Uh, you know, in in two days. <laughs> Oh, Malcolm Little and Malcolm X. Pardon me. Right,
2: you right. know,
1: to to you know, to two days in two days' time, and um, you know, you know, Malcolm Little had to go through, you know, being, you know, um, Detroit Red. He had to go through being a pimp, a hustler. You know what I mean?
7: A robber,
1: all kind of stuff, doing time, accepting so on, climb up the ranks, and you know, and then you know, he had to he had to put in some work to actually get there but you know it the change um it takes place in degrees. So um you know you know with that I would say you know set a set a short term goal. Focus on focus on the present, what's right in front of you, set a short term goal and ask those ask those same questions but on a microcosmic level. Got it. Okay. got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Ask those same questions, but on a microcosmic level, something that you can that you can grasp,
2: right? right?
1: Something that you can grasp um, that that's more tangible, and then you know it might you know it might just um, you know and I feel like I'm 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 still missing out on something. Definitely don't want to do it. The um you said the okay. How do we? You know, how do we uh? Prioritize. It, prioritize. It, it was. It wasn't necessarily prioritize. The prior. Prioritizing is is um based upon whether or not it's one of those angles of the pyramid.
3: Does it? Mm-hmm. Does it?
1: You know. Does it synergize the? You know. Your goal, so to speak. So even with that, um, you 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 ask that question as it pertains to those microcosmic goals also, Right. right. Um. But, you know. As far as The You know The pro The current program goes Those things that you say Okay I I want to Change this But You know There is Um Those Elements That are connected to it Those strings Right You, You Man you came in with a With a powerful example With the You know With the sacrifice of Of religious belief Right You know the religious belief whether whether someone's a christian or a muslim or whatever when when you know you're in that particular lifestyle that particular life path so to speak um it comes with a whole culture it comes right. with a you know set of friends that are that are in you know that are that are that come with the culture, right? It's it, and it's connected to it, and without it, you guys wouldn't even know each other, wouldn't even be connected, probably wouldn't even like each other,
4: you know? Absolutely, yep. You know,
1: yep. <laughs> so you know, um, you know that's a that's a good example of you know the the different circumstances, you know, having you know person, places, and things connected to them, you know, and let's say in depending upon how how um, tight the strings are that are attached to these circumstances, right? Um, you know, the tighter the string, the greater the stress.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: And, and it's, almost,
4: it's also like a um, it can be a grieving process, you know, to let some of those things go. But mm-hmm. you know, once you realize that that is not uh what you want because it's not uh, i don't want to say not good for you but it just hasn't worked and it just doesn't make sense but, mm-hmm. but even in letting it go uh because of those different connections and race relationships it can you know it can be like several different subcategory of grieving processes
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah ab- absolutely Absolutely because, you know, it's I I think the word sacrifice that is used is very important. You know, is yeah. It's important yeah. more so than you know, more so than offering because you know you know, it's a it's not a sacrifice unless you feel it. Right. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's my point. And I've been feeling it. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: and if you if you don't feel it it's not a sacrifice and, and you know, that the feeling behind it is is how you say is is related to the cost, like you know, it's it's uh it speaks so you know to the price, and of course the greater the price, um you know the you know the more let's say the more it'll take to to actually, uh, you know the let me say it another way the the feeling the bigger the feeling the it's like the more money right how much it's worth how much that sacrifice was worth, and by making that sacrifice, you feel it, but you, man, you, you spent a whole, or you invested a whole lot of money, so your return is, is greater, than if it was something that you didn't feel, something that, okay, is nothing for you to give it up, right, you know what I mean, you know, that's why, that's why a lot of the times, you know, folk that, that do these animal sacrifices and you know nothing nothing wrong with them you know it's a part of the tradition they serve a purpose but you know eventually they begin to find that you know the animal sacrifices stop working you know (laughs) and that's because you know it it reaches a point where okay it's nothing for us to go out to the farm, or to go, you know, and, and buy a chicken, or to buy a goat, and and spill that goat's blood because there was nothing for us to to do that because it's not us, so to speak. You <laughs> know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, it's nothing to spend that little twenty dollars to get this live bird or whatever the case may be. So you know, it's um, it's 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 because it carries no weight. And you know it has become so redundant, you know, and also the laws that that are within us that we refuse to change have become so ingrained we've become so so in, ingrained and staunch in our in our um you know in our positions and our our habits right we've become habitual in our way uh to the point where you know it's I say it's going deeper and deeper in the red because we refuse to make that sacrifice those sacrifices to change those laws so yeah the the animal sacrifice eventually stops working, you know what I mean, as a matter of fact, it eventually stops working and begins to work against us, you know every every you know everyone that has a debt, whoever they're in debt to eventually comes to collect. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, you know. So that's something. Um, that's that's an important you know thing to to remember. But yeah, you you gotta feel it. You gotta feel it. Now the the brother Dennis he asked an important question that that was you know that's tying into the you know the point that I wanted to make here was the 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 fear. How to deal with the fear of sacrifice, right? The fear. That's the big thing because you know losing. Um the strings right the person places and things that are connected to certain situations right the the fear of the the fear of losing them the fear of different right the fear of the unknown okay um getting over that that's something that you know let's say from the comedic perspective you would deal with that by by doing the rituals right in in You know Let's say psychiatry They might take you Into um, You know They'll talk to you of course See if they can You know Do it You know As a conscious exercise Where They take you um, Through a Through a reasoning process Question and answer Okay But um, You know They might also Take you In a little deeper And work on you You know Work with you In a On a certain Subconscious level So to speak Through Through you know, regressive um you know, regressive hypnosis, right? Or um, you know, work with you by implanting certain seeds um in, in your in your subconscious through hypnosis. Right, to get you to overcome the fear, you know through use of affirmations, you're not afraid. You know when you when you uh, see this, it's nothing for you to uh, to see it because you don't feel any way about it. You know just just certain things like that. Um, that's that's how do you say with the ritual. It, it works pretty similar, but in the ritual in the ritual context, it's more symbol. It's symbol at use, and there's there's forces um, natural forces that that are within us that are being turned on right or the volumes being turned up so to to conquer the fear of overcoming uh, the fear of cutting those strings so to speak of making that sacrifice you know you would work let's say with heru behudet right you would invoke or evoke the the of war right um, you know you would evoke the niter of war to to manifest the courage to, to separate or or detach from uh whatever it is that, that you have a hard time letting go of. Right? And through constantly working on those rituals, seeing yourself as Heru Behudet or seeing yourself manifesting um a Heru Behudet um personality, Heru Behudet persona, right? Replaying that image in your mind where you're you're walking away from whatever it is, whoever it is, and you replay that image in your mind in a state of meditation, right, over, you know, X amount of time. Some people say 21 days to form a habit, 21 days to break a habit, right? Um, you know, whatever the case may be, by constantly working on a deep level, like, you know, in meditation and and, you know, seeing yourself,
3: Courageous,
1: walking away, uh, facing your fear, right, separating or detaching from whatever's detrimental. That's a way to to slowly or gradually program or reprogram yourself to function and think and feel differently.
4: Do I? Makes sense. Yes, sir. To you. Appreciate it. Uh,
1: all right. Excellent question, brother. Appreciate that. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: All right. I'll be back. All right. That's up. That's up, bro. All right, all right. All right, you know, that's that's the that's the thing, right? That's how we deal with the fear of sacrifice, you know. And really with any any negative emotions, any negative um thoughts we want to, you know, learn. Um, the importance of ritual, learn importance of meditation and how we can utilize these things to, um, you know, to reprogram ourselves, right? To to go in and make corrections and, you know, courage is is something that, let's say the, the source of courage is something that exists within us already, right? Heru Behudet is an intrinsic force of nature, right? Um, the force that's needed to, um, how you say, overcome, let's say, if we're, if we're dealing with a struggle, with anything, right, a habit, you know, you might work with Heru Behudet, you might work with Heru, the son of Osir Unoset, right, Heru Sah Osir Oset. um, you will work with these forces to have the courage to overcome, right, the courage to, to, um, to fight with, right? The strength to fight with, you know, evoke that warrior spirit to fight whatever that habit is, fight whatever that fear is, and you work with Heru, uh, the son of an Osiris and Set, to gradually uh, cultivate command and mastery over yourself, so that you can sit on the throne as the king or queen in your life, okay? That is I say that is um how we deal with it that's the importance of our ritual that's the importance of our our Netaru and you know their role as as archetypes right archetypes and symbols that we can use to to over you know to to program right to program ourselves to effect change okay those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother Unk bin Listening to Cool Kim Radio, we're dealing with the subject of Science of Sacrifice, Part 2. Okay? Um, you know, man, we, we've been dealing with some heavy stuff, and, you know, it's about to about to get a little bit more deeper. You know, the QM, she asked a question earlier, as it pertained to, you know, the statement that I made, um, you know, at the top of the show that, you know, no matter what, being, type of being you may be, or what dimension you may find yourself existing in, etc., so on. Everything that exists, if a change is to take place, it requires a sacrifice, right? For everything that exists. any Everything and everyone that exists, it requires a change, it requires a, or it requires a sacrifice in order for a change to take place. And this is not, uh, this does not exclude a divine being,
3: right?
1: Niter. Right? The creator, right, had to make a sacrifice. Okay? The creator had to make a sacrifice in order to bring forth creation. Right? How? How, you say. How? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? When we look back, let's look at, for instance, the... The... uh, you Know the cosmology of Ennu as it pertains to Ra. Okay, before Ra came forth, there was Nu. Okay, and you know, Nu corresponds to the infinite abyss, right? The infinite abyss or the, the quote unquote chaos. Right, this is the infinite, unformed matter, unformed or unconditioned intelligence of the universe. Okay, this is the uncreated universe. There's no there's no um you know no form, no direction, no order, no um sense of time or space, right? No sense of direction, none of that. No perception. Okay? It's just infinite potential. Infinite potential. Right, you got this infinite potential but it's in a state of noon, right? So, new is noon New is in a state of noon And noon means inert or inertia, right? So, this, this uh, is potential energy it's, in, it's inert, right? It's not kinetic, so to speak Okay? So, you got this potential, but it's not doing nothing Yet, it's infinite potential, In order for Ra to come forth and create, for the creator to create, to experience, right? To come from a state of just existing to a state of living and experiencing and exploring and knowing, right? And all of the things that we do in life, enjoying, right? Finding pleasure in right, learning, growing, evolving, all of this, prior to creation, the creator could do none of this, it just was, so, you know, think about it, how do you know all, what is all, right, all in mathematics is undefinable, It's indefinite. How do you quantify all? How do you classify all? Define all for me. Describe all for me. Tell me what it is. (laughs) You see, so how can you know all? How can you
3: experience all? Right? So, nebecher, right, the, The Lord
1: of the Limits. Or the Lord of All. Right? The Source knew. Existed. It simply existed. It's pure being, but no experience. So, in order to come from a state of being into a state of living, it had to impose limits on itself right it had to impose limits within its infinite being it had to take a portion uh, from its infinite source right its infinite essence the infinite matter the infinite intelligence it had to had to circumscribe a portion that could be used to create, just like if we're going to make something, we don't take all to make it, right, (laughs) whatever that means, whatever all means, we don't use all to bake a cake, we can't use all, right, to brush our teeth, Right, we can't use all to build a car, right to build a computer, right to paint a picture. We don't use all kinds of colors when we're painting, right or all modalities when we're painting or using you know, creating art, right? Likewise, Neter could not use all to create the universe, to create itself as or bring itself forth as a living being, to come from a state of unconsciousness to a state of consciousness. See, this is the thing, you know, the brother Israel made a hell of a point when he talked about the sacrifice that, that was required. And coming from, um, you know, let's say one religion, which, you know, may not have been what we thought it was, right? A, a state of unconsciousness into a state of waking up and becoming aware of who we are, right? The sacrifice that it required to come from a state of unconsciousness into a state of consciousness, right? But this is the deep thing, nature. Is on the same journey as you. <laughs> right? Natea had to make the exact same sacrifice in coming from a state of unconsciousness into a state of consciousness. In order to wake up, it had to take away a portion. It had to separate a portion or create a, a gulf, right? A distinction between a portion of its. Nature, a portion of his essence, a portions of his substance, in order to wake up, it had to make a sacrifice in order to create, it had to make a sacrifice. You see? So Ra rises out of new, but he's the substance of new, right? He rises out of new, but he consists of new. You see? And even going further, when Ra, when Ra brought forth from out of himself, <laughs> right? It's so in tough news, it says that, you know, they caused his eye to be weak, or they caused Nu to be diminished. Ha, <laughs> Right? So even in the creation of the universe, Neter, the creator, had to make a sacrifice. Right? When Ra brought forth Isu and Tufnu, they came forth from out of him, he had to give of himself. And Ishu and Tufnu brought forth Nut and Geb right? From out of themselves. Right? And Nut and Geb brought forth Osir, Heruar, Sutesh. Offset head from out of themselves sacrifice. Even when we create life, a father has to give of his seed, which is which is the physical manifestation of the spark of life. Giving up the seed is giving up his life, giving up his life for us. That's why, that's why you be so exhausted after you let one go. <laughs> you be tired. You, you you lay out, you fall out. Right? And if you keep letting them go, right? You keep letting them go in a short period of time, you run into that brick wall. Right? Because there's, there's, you know, there's, you know, nutrients in that, in in that fluid, in your seed, right? There's nutrients that are being pulled from different places. There's nutrients that that the eyes need, right? There's nutrients that the nerves need. It's cerebral spinal fluid that your brain needs, that your adrenals need. You see, there's nutrients and hormones being pulled from other places. Your organs, your body makes a sacrifice to to create that seed that brings forth life. This is why it is said of Osir that life springs up to us by way of his loss of it. Osir represents the seed of the father. Right? And... On a cosmic level, his dismemberment, his death represents the creation of the universe. The mother, right? A mother sacrifices of herself to bring forth life. She carries a burden for nine months, ten months, right? And even after your giving of herself of her blood, right? Of her of her nutrient content, right? The altering of her physical vehicle, right? She gives of herself, carrying that burden. Right? The bulk of the genetic material, genetic matter comes from the mama, right? She gives of herself. Emotionally, psychologically, she gives of herself. And even after this child is born, she carries this child still, nursing this child, nourishing this child of herself. Till you grow, they take care of you. Sacrifice. (laughs) Right? But understand Neter, right? Think about that Our sacrifice In creating Right? In bringing forth life Is identical to the sacrifice That nature makes That the Neteru make That Neter, the creator Makes and made Neterra is on the same journey that we're on because it's the same journey. It's one journey. It's the continuity of the same journey as we mentioned when we opened up the show. So in one being in existence, period. That's terror And it's the same journey happening on every level. That's our cosmology. Our cosmology makes us aware of that. Applicable in... All aspects of life. Right? But think about this. You know, even, even the creator must sacrifice. Right? Even the creator must sacrifice. Right? Think about that. The universe had to make a sacrifice. (laughs) okay, you know, the universe allegedly went through a big bang, right, and we go through big bangs in life, making that abrupt change, or that change that hurts, that change that makes you say, ouch, yikes, that change that elicits fear in you, it's a big bang, it's a, it's a part of the sacrifice that's necessary for change, you know? It all boils back down to who it is that we are, what it is that we want, and what is our price. What are we willing to pay for it, all Right? What we want might cost more than what we're willing to pay Okay, and if that's the case, then we don't want it bad enough, (laughs) right? If what we want costs more than what we're willing to pay, then obviously we don't want it bad enough, okay? Or, right, or there is an idea that needs to be sacrificed that causes, you know, it might be a, a change Right, that is big change, but doesn't necessarily require um, the loss uh, or the total loss of certain things, but an alteration, you see, it might require including more, it might require sharing, right, or it might require letting go, so you know, there's degrees. To the sacrifice. There's just like there's degrees to change. Right? But we have to be willing to change. Right? We gotta be willing to change in order to see a change. Okay. First, we have to start with the laws, right? And of course, right, there's there's the there's the animal, how you say there's the offerings. These things are important. We definitely want to touch on those right, offerings at the shrines, and, and whatnot, those are good, right, keep those up, okay, but the ultimate goal is to reach the point where you are willing to give your own life for the ultimate goal, which is the, the actualization of your divine potential for you to be the, the living vehicle and vessel of your divine self on the tail on earth, Right, that's why Heru gives his eye, which represents his life. Without Heru's eye, he falls deathly ill or dead. In the tradition, right? That's the that's the tradition. When injury happens to Heru's eye, he's pretty much dead. Okay. So to give his eye in order to awaken the divine. Right? To awaken Niter represents the giving of one's life. The giving of one's conscious experience to serve as the vessel to give life to Niter. Right? It's, it's the catalyst of life to Niter. And after this, Osir. You know, because of Heru's offering of himself, he transforms into Sukari, sits upon the throne in the spirit realm, alive, awake, and rules the world outside, the external world, through Heru. Heru becomes the Hindu, or the boat that carries Sukari or Osir. Right? That's the ultimate goal. So the ultimate goal is to make our life the sacrifice. Right? Right? To make our life the sacrifice. Okay? That's the ultimate goal. And that's given in degrees. You don't necessarily have to make that that big sacrifice all at once. You know? And it's not, we're not talking about You know, you getting on an actual cross or, you know, you, you know, letting somebody offer you up or eat you. This ain't what we're talking about. (laughs) Right. We're talking about making the changes. Right. Removing or getting rid of all of the expressions of your ego. Right that get in the way of the Naaire coming through right that block the Natar from coming through right all of the things that get in the way of you seeing who it is that you truly are that's the sacrifice right that's the sacrifice right an exercise would be to make a list okay if you have a standard right and Being in a tradition Gives you a standard Our ancestors set a standard Called the Tupi Hasab Right Ma'at Okay Of things that were Are expected The way that things should be What's considered Ma'at What's considered the Proper way to think Proper way to speak Proper way to behave Right Proper way to feel They classify the emotions Right Think and you know Emotions and certain types of thoughts Go back and revisit um, The episode we did Called you know Ishfet's Boot and Beyond Moral Ideal in Ancient Kemet Okay Go back and revisit that episode To you know See how our ancestors Classified emotions negative emotions versus positive emotions, et cetera, and so on, right? Ways of feeling, ways of thinking that are either in harmony or in line with ma'at, right, the tupi hasab, or, right, they're in violation of ma'at, right? Our tradition gives us a standard, and then we in, we perform introspective work upon ourselves, right, our thoughts, words, and deeds, our feelings, okay, right, that are habitual, and then we, you know, we categorize them based upon the standard that our ancestors have laid down. Okay? We be honest with ourselves, right? You know, be honest with ourselves and classify it. If we got issues with anger, right? Do We got issues of You know, with depression. You know? We ask ourselves, are we fearful? Do we find ourselves constantly being afraid or anxious? Anxiety.
3: Be honest. Okay? Write it down.
1: Whatever it is, right? You write it down and classify it. You know, taking a step further, you begin to ask yourself, you know, think about when it is that you most often feel these, you know, feel these things or think this way. When is it? Who's around? What's happening? Okay. When these feelings or these thoughts begin to rise. And then you ask why. What is it about it? What is it about this person? That that rubs me the wrong way, right? And then after you answer that, you didn't ask yourself the question: What is it about my my perspective on this situation? How how am I interpreting this situation? This person that is causing me to react in the way that I do, right? So now we've we've gone from the actual, uh, or let's say the physical, right, or emotional thing itself, and now we're getting to the root of it, which is our perspective, our interpretation that leads to the reaction. What is it about the way that we're looking at it, right? What is it? How are we interpreting this? And then you take the ideas that are causing you to interpret it in a certain way, leading you to interpret it or look at it from a certain perspective, which causes you to react in a certain way,
3: right? Emotionally, right? Physically, okay? Okay? You take that
1: idea and then you put it on the scales and you weigh it against the standard of my art. Test the validity of it. Is it in line with righteousness? Is it truth? Is it factual? And then from there, you make your necessary adjustments or corrections in the same degrees, beginning with the root in the mind in the spirit reprogram reinterpret right change the perspective change your outlook work with it drill it right drill it in the mind drill it in the spirit work with your ancestors in your natural to assist you in doing so until it takes root in the mind like a Seed in the womb. Right? And you nourish it and nourish it and nurture it until it comes to term, And it's born in your reality. That's how we deal with the family. Right? That's how we deal with it. Okay, but we got to be willing to give up certain ways of thinking, right, certain ways of belief we got to be willing to give up beliefs, right? It all boils down to to the perspective, the interpretation, the idea, right, even with the things right that we feel as though we can't let go of it, put them on the scales. why not? Why can't we let it go? Why can't we sacrifice it? Why do we feel as though we need it? What's the cause of that feeling or that belief? That things will be so terrible if we let it go. What is the fear stemming from? Why are we afraid?
3: Okay Why
1: are we afraid? right? And you put the answer to that question on the scales, and then you test the validity of it. Is it truth? Is it real? Right? Okay? And it's ultimately going to ball back to the first question. Who are you? How do you see yourself? Right? Who are you? What type of being are you? You know, some people say that the root of all fear is the fear of death. Right? The root cause of all fear is the fear of death. That's what what some people say. Right? One's mortality Causes them to have to want to hold a death grip, death grip, no pun intended, <laughs> right? Hold a death grip on life, which manifests as in as a preoccupation with a need to control, right? A preoccupation with a need to control, which further manifests as a reluctance to change, all rooted in fear,
3: right? And as it said, the fear of death, right? But what is death? Okay. Some
1: people say, you know, the fear of death is the fear of the unknown because, you know, where do we go from here? <laughs> right? Right? That's the result, man, of coming up in this wazzy world, right? Because in actuality, the fear of death is rooted in the lack of knowledge of self. Because if you knew who you truly were and you knew what type of being you were and, and, you know, the levels of existence that you exist on, Right, that you operate on, right? The multi, the multi-dimensional being that you are, and the various, you know, aspects of your your being that make you an individual, right? There are there are parts of you, right, which you know, you know, actually house the true you that cannot die, right? Can't die. You're an infinite being. In essence, in nature, you're an infinite being. Right? So, if we knew who we were and the type of beings we were, there wouldn't be that fear of death. We walk forward into the chains. Perk imhira, Right? We Come forth by day or we go forth into the day, into the light, into the sun. We walk forward into our moment. Constantly. Constant walking forward into our moment, into the present. That's immortality. Constant existence in our moment. In the moment. Walking forward. Into the light, coming forth by day. That's immortality, right? And when you think like that, when you realize that, and you and you take the time to implant, see that's the next step. You take that theory. Let's say it's a theory for now, right? Because, you know, I don't want you to believe nothing that I'm saying or the ancestors of his ancestors have said or the that a third. Don't believe me. Take the theory, right? Take it as a theory. It's a preposition, right? It's a proposition, okay? And test it. Take it and test it. Test the validity of it. We provide you with the methodology to do so. Take those ideas, okay, That take that idea of yourself as an infinite divine being in nature. You can't die, right? You're infinite being. You're a divine being, right? In essence, in nature, that's what you are. You have the potential, right, to know, to be, to do. To create yourself, to redefine yourself, to create your life as a divine being. Take that theory and test it by implanting it into your mind. Nourish that seed. Nourish it and nourish it and nourish it and nourish it until it comes to term. And watch your entire life transform. Right? But even with that, you got to be willing to sacrifice those contradicting ideas, right? Those those ideas of your, you know, those ideas of lack, those ideas that you lack, those ideas that you're not worthy, you're not good enough, right? To have the life that you want, right? To... to to have, right, the husband that you want, the wife that you want, you don't deserve. You're not good enough to have that one there, right? Take those ideas, right? You don't, you're you not smart enough or intelligent enough, right, to, to uh, make the money that this one's making or to create or invent something. Right? To do something different. You you lack, so you must settle for the cause that you've been dealt. Your time won't come because you're not good enough. Right? Take those ideas and put them on the altar. Put them on the shrine. Offer them up. Right? Offer them up. Sacrifice them. Right? Yes, there is that initial discomfort. Yes, there is that initial uncertainty. Yes, there is that initial difficulty. It's always difficulty at the beginning. Right? There's always uncertainty or fear that may manifest, right, when we walk forward into the unknown. Right? Right? As we move our feet around looking for solid ground, there's always that initial difficulty. You know what I mean? Even the tab said that in creating itself, he found, like he looked around and he didn't find anywhere that he could stand, so he laid a foundation in my art that he could stand and walk and build upon. We gotta do the same. When we walk forward into the unknown, into new circumstances, we have to be willing to lay a new foundation for ourselves to walk upon. Pave the road for ourselves. Cut the path if one doesn't exist. If we don't see the path, make the path. Cut the path. Chop the tall grass. Clear the land. (laughs) You know what I'm saying Right We can't let That initial uncertainty That initial difficulty To cause us to stop That initial fear To cause us to stop To turn back To revert To convert We can't allow that
3: Right
1: Can't allow that
3: You see You know, this is the thing.
1: And, you know, these sacrifices, want to break it down, they, uh, you know, they vary in degrees of reach. Right? Think about it. When we look at the physical, you know, the gross, dense physical realm. Right? We see... Apparent, many apparent separate things, right? Many forms, many vehicles, many apparent separate things, right? And, you know, take for instance your physical body. You got two hands, two arms, right? Two legs, two feet, okay? Ten fingers, ten toes. You know, unless you're like your brother here, you know, you might have been born with two extra fingers. That's what gave up a little secret. I ain't got them no more. They, you know, they, they cut, but you can see the bumps there. <laughs> okay. But you take, right, uh, that for instance. If you are under the impression that that is the entire scope of your reach, You only got two arms. And your arms are only but so long. If that's the limits of you, then that's the scope of your influence. You see. And each thing that we sacrifice physically, right, is limited in scope as well. So, that animal sacrifice, It'll get the job done, but only for so long. It'll get a job done, but there's a whole lot of work left to do. Right? But just like physics teaches us, right, which our ancestors laid down countless thousands of years
3: before, right,
1: as we begin to leave or explore, right, or observe things on a less dense scale, a more subtle level, right, the more abstract things become. Once we begin to leave the concrete, the more abstract things become, right? The more subtle things become, the more abstract things become, the more certain lines begin to disappear, right? Ultimately, till we reach a point where separate things no longer exist, it's all one, you see, right? So, as we begin to walk from the gross, the concrete, the dense, right, the physical into the more subtle, the more abstract, right? The greater the sphere of influence becomes. And the more we begin to identify with the subtle, the abstract, then just the concrete or the dense, the greater our influence and reach becomes. The more subtle the sacrifice, the more or greater effect it has and far-reaching effect of change it has. In our lives You see It's
3: like It's like
1: You know When you sacrifice something physical It's like Addressing an illness By You know Giving medication That cuts That moves away The side effect Or the symptoms you see? You deal with, you know, Western medicine, they deal with the symptom of a disease and not the cause or the root. You see? You, go, you deal with more traditional um, ways of healing. They address the issues in a systematic way, in a holistic way dealing with the root, right? When we only sacrifice physical things, right? The symptom might be gone, but only for a short while. But the root, right? Which is more abstract, still remains. So the symptoms may return and there may be other issues that exist in other places that may seem non-related on the surface, but beneath the surface, they're absolutely
3: 100% related.
1: You might have an issue. You may think you have an issue with your marriage. You and your wife can't get along, right? Right? It's a power struggle in your house. You may think that the problem is with your wife or with your husband. And what's needed is, right, for them to either change or go. That's what you think. <laughs> okay? But in actuality, your problem is with hetero, your own hetero needs to be nourished, needs to be turned up because your your malnourished heheru is manifesting as the inability to harmonize in your relationship, you see? It's manifesting as a lack of harmony, inability to dance. And that's why your marriage is a wrestling match instead of a dance. A struggle instead of a dance. It's because hetero needs to be turned up. You see? And, you know, whether we are aware of it or not, this, in, this, this, this inability to harmonize, right, may exist more than likely exists in other aspects of our life, but we're not aware that it's all related. You know, we don't we don't connect it to the issues in our marriage. Right? You see? And when we don't do that, we just point the finger, we point the blame, but in actuality, no. It's header. It's our own header rule. It needs to be turned up, it needs to be fed. So that we can harmonize better. See, this is the thing. Harmony is harmony, regardless of where it applies. Harmony is harmony. And if we are in a, unable to harmonize, that problem will express itself in various areas. That seem unrelated on the surface, but are connected at the root. The root of the problem is disharmony.
3: Okay? The
1: root of the problem is heru needs to be turned up and Heru Behu that needs to turn down. Right? The root of the problem is we need to dance instead of wrestle, go with the flow instead of the power struggle. Struggling for control. We got to sacrifice the ideas that cause us to think we need to have control. That cause us to wrestle, that cause us to struggle, to fight for power. Those of you that are just tuning in this is your brother you new Listening to Cool Kim Radio, deal with the subject, the science of sacrifice part two. All right? About to open up the lines. you have something that you like to add, comment or question, by all means feel free to do so. Feel free to call in. We'd love to hear from you. And if by chance uh you have something that you like to say or or you know comment or question, but you don't necessarily want to call in. Feel free to leave that comment or question in the talks through our chat room. We'll get to it A S A P family. All right. He poo. My brother Dennis.
5: What's yes, the good word? Oh man, uh, uh good stuff, man. Uh I was just wondering, uh, in the in the story of Haru, uh trying to trying to take back his father's throne and things. Uh mm-hmm. is there any is there any uh part in there where where Haru had to sacrifice something in order to gain that, that that throne back?
1: Two, 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 right? You know, it's it's a few it's in a few places, right? Um you know, we have the you know, the sacrifice of of course he gives his eye, he loses his eye a few times, right? And, you know, by by connecting that symbolism to other, you know, other parts of the tradition, when Heru is blind, or let's say the negative aspect of Heru is considered blind, okay? Um, you know, so that's found in like the, the pyramid text. You know, it talks about Heru and his bad coming, so to speak. And, you know, he's as one that is blind. And when Heru is blind... It said that, you know, he's extremely dangerous. He cannot tell um his friends from his enemies that which is, you know, to his benefit from that which is for his detriment.
2: You know what I mean? So
1: just think about uh for instance someone with a hero personality type, someone that is has a strong sense of self, individuality, um, you know, the leader type, um, assertive, you know, type that uh, you know, Want to do things their way Okay If 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 that energy isn't balanced Right If there some ma'at there Then you know You can't tell them nothing They don't want to hear nothing You know anyone got to say They don't take advice um, Or they have a hard time taking advice And you know Their life becomes You know One of trial and error Right One of trial and error You know Hit and miss um, and you know, eventually, you know, they they keep running into stuff. They're going they're going to wreck their vehicle, right? So, um, you know, in in the course of Heru's struggle with, um, you know, with Sutesh, right? He's he's uh his eyes are gouged out. You know, Sutesh blinds him. And, you know, that's that's a reoccurring theme. In the, how do you say, in the, um, in the comedic tradition, you know, in various different texts, Heru becoming blind, Sutech doing something to his eyes, um, you know, Nephet, you know, um uh, in in one one uh text in the in the Coffin text, I want to say, you know, by touching his eyes, you know, she causes him to to go blind also, right? This is this is a recurring theme. So in the story. Um, you know Heru goes into hiding like he goes into hiding I think he sits up against a tree and you know one version of the story Heru comes in the form of a gazelle and she pours her milk into you know
3: into the
1: sockets of his eye and you know you know gives him new eyes okay um that that one that's one you know version of the story. Another version of the story is Tahuti comes and um, you know and heals his eyes. You know, spits in his eye or you know whatnot, and you know this represents the wisdom. You know, wisdom being um, you know one's eyes. You know, or one being able to look at the world through the eyes of wisdom, right? Through the eyes of the Meduniter, um, as opposed to you know, in in the case of Heru, one seeing the world through the eyes of harmony, right? Um, as opposed to, you know, looking at the world as though it's against you, or you know, just looking at things and want in your way, which may not be in line with Medunatir, may not be in line with harmony, which is Maat. You know, so in that in that way, Heru had a sacrifice. His eyes, in order to get new eyes, right, in order to uh, go forward and then defeat Sutas. Okay, um, that's that's one that's one version of, of the story. You know, Heru also, um, of course, you know, we look at his ascension to the throne is is identical to Osir's ascension to the throne in Duat. You know, when, when Heru gives his eye to Oser, Heru becomes Sukari, and both of them are depicted with the head of a hawk. Okay? The reason for that is because it's the exact same being, or the exact same force, just in operation in two different planes. Heru on the throne in the world is Sukari on the throne, or Osir on the throne in the spirit realm. And they ascend the throne together. And the key to that ascension is Heru sacrificing his eye, giving his eye to his father. Okay. Okay. So that's, that represents, once again, the sacrifice of, of our individuality, our ego, um, you know, in order for the divine to take, you know, for, for the divine mind to become our mind, so to speak. You, you know, for Neter to become our ego, so to speak You know, our identity Okay That's, um you know, that's <laughs> I say that is another, you know, part of it One more, because I know, I know it's a bunch <laughs> One more Heru and Sutes, um you know, in a sense Represents the same type of force Being channeled in different directions You know, and that's the force of individual... You know, the individuating force. The the quote-unquote ego. Heru is the ego or or that force that gives us our sense of individuality um, being directed or channeled towards Ma'at. Okay? Whereas Sutesh is that force of individuality being self-serving which, you know, moves it towards chaos or isfet. Right? So, in the course of the battle... Between Heru and
3: Sutesh,
1: there's a there's a a moment in which um, Heru uh, he he fatally wounds Sutesh. You know, he castrates him. Okay, that represents um, you know the a blow being dealt to the ego that 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 removes its capacity to impose. On us, which is symbolized by rape in the tradition, you know, you know Sutesh is symbolized as a habitual rapist in the comedic tradition, but it's, it represents the ego um, and the negative aspects of our being constantly trying to impose on us, trying to trying to force our actions, force our hands, so to speak.
3: you know the,
1: the, you know the, the phallus create the creative um, the precursor for creation. Bring forth life. So, you know, by castrating, um, you know, tests, we remove the ability for it to impose upon, uh, the things that we, you know, the things that we create in our lives, the way that we create in our lives, through our thought, words, and deeds. That makes sense? No, yeah,
5: it do. Yeah, it do. I got it. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged, man. In the video, I mean, in the show, I appreciate it. And, uh, I'm going to keep on listening and keep in touch, man.
1: All right. Definitely, definitely, brother. Appreciate you. All right, man. Two, head up. Yeah. All right. Head tapu. How might in suit or i QM, you in the building.
6: You, I'm in the building.
1: All right.
3: Two, two, what's a good word?
6: Mm-hmm. Man, um, nothing really. Like, I'm I'm just thinking about all the people that need to need to hear <laughs> this uh, presentation today. Like, um, I'm, I'm waiting for uh the the uh thing to be uploaded so I can shoot the link. Out. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't have anything to to add. At, at this moment, just chewing on everything you, uh, you know, laid out, sitting here, thinking about a lot of things, and uh, just ready to uh, put some of the, the stuff in the, in the practice.
3: chill choo, all right, that's a good word. Good to go. Good to go. Good to go. All right, Heads up.
1: All right, Hetepu, Equanith, you're on the air. Equanith, you're in the middle
3: Okay, let's see. Hetepu, it's real. It's real,
4: you're in the middle how you doing, brother Benue? All right, Tutu,
1: Tutu. Uh, you got yes. any comments or questions?
4: Um. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I like the way you kind of made the information come full circle, uh, especially when you addressed how sometimes we have fears as we are getting ready to sacrifice the things we need to deal with, and then uh, in addition to that, you know, kind of helping me understand that things take time, you know, and you kind of have to kind of start with those things that you can work with in the here and now rather than looking at the the big picture, because I think for me that's kind of where the anxiety comes from a little bit. So I'm trying mm. to figure out how to do a whole lot of stuff rather than uh, stopping and acknowledging where I am right now and working on a more specific goal. So I appreciate yeah. it, man. It's good information.
1: All right. That's a good word, brother. Appreciate you.
4: I right, appreciate you too, bro. Thanks a lot. To you, it's up. Hit tap
1: All right, all right. Those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother Unk Benu. You're listening to Cool Kim Radio. We're dealing with the subject Science of Sacrifice Part Two. All right? You know, about to about to bring it home. Right, about to bring it home. But um, you know, definitely want to say this, right? Wanna say this. Um, you know it is it's important to know that in order to get something different right to see something different we got to be willing to do something different okay um you know we got to be willing to do something different and and of course that fear right that fear of the unknown um definitely will you know definitely will rear its face but that's why we have our our you know tradition that's why we have our rituals um you know to to you know to deal with that right to deal with it when it does rear its face you know but it's a um you know it is a it is a process but it is important for us to realize when we look at the goals right the type of goals that we have set for ourselves um you know whether it be you know collective communal goals or, or whether it be on an individual skill. I mean, it you know, it takes change. If you don't have, you know, for instance, if you don't have the skill set to get a certain, you know, um, job that you want or to work in a certain profession that you want to work in, you know, you might have to take some time to actually learn to develop that skill set. Okay? And that could require you to spend money or spend time or both in order to do so, right? It, it it requires a sacrifice. Right? How bad do we want that profession? You know, if you want to, you know, you know, there's a saying: it takes money to make money, <laughs> right? You know, if you want to uh, make money, you gotta be willing to spend money in some kind of way. What are we talking about playing the you know playing the stocks or playing the slots <laughs> right what are we talking about um you know we're talking about investing we're talking about um you know getting ourselves into a certain position to to meet certain people or make certain connections that will that will allow us to you know do things to you know do the things that we want or get the things that we want you know it it takes. Us being willing to take time, energy, spend time, spend energy, you know, spend money, and we may have to take that money from other places, take that time and energy from other places that we've currently invested it, you know, invested it in, right? Um, You know, that goes back to the point of, you know, prioritizing. You know, some things we might just have to diminish. Uh, our time and attention, the energy that we invest in it, the money that we invest in it, uh, we might have to diminish it just a little bit. Some of it a lot. Some of it completely, right? Just completely eradicated from our from our life, right? But, um, you know, we have to figure out, you know, how whatever it is weighs up, how it adds up or measures, you know, measures up against um what it is that we're that we're after. You know? Um you know, it is it is important that we ask ourselves how do these things add on, you know, in the grand scheme of things? You know, how are these things helping me to get what it is that I want? Okay? Um how important is this, right? Um, you know, taking, you know, and it's, it's not always a comfortable thing, right? That's the, that's the point, once again. It's not really supposed to be comfort comfortable, right? Birth is not a comfortable experience for the baby or the mother. Right? It's not comfortable, <laughs> okay? You know, it's, 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 if you're trying to give birth to something new, right, it takes work. It takes work. It takes, it takes sacrifice. It takes time and energy, okay? It takes life, it takes your life force. Okay? Um this I say it takes it takes the willingness to become something else. Right? To to, to become something else and to do something else. Something different. We have a problem doing something different, man. Doing something different, right? But we want diff—we want something different, but we got a problem doing something different, right? And, you know, they say that's insanity. Doing something, doing the same old things and expecting different results, okay? We have to be willing to do different things. To get different things to see different things right it's 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 simple but it's it's difficult in many
3: instances right
1: We gotta work in order to you know make it less difficult okay or to to build up the strength to where we can have the courage to to make the necessary sacrifice and then keep walking forward in that courage as we walk you know as we walk towards our goal okay um When we look at our collective, you know, goals,
3: okay? You know,
1: if we want black power, we have to begin to, uh, you know, remove or unplug, right, from whatever, you know, whatever, you know, non-black power or power sources, right? That we're currently plugged into. That currently have our time, attention, and energy. Our dollars. Right? So you hear the cry is buy black. Okay? Buy black. You know, I had an interesting conversation the other day and, you know, they were talking, you know, I was talking with the you know, with this brother and he was he was mentioning, you know, some important books that have been written. And you know, our we got great scholars, we got great Uh, intellectual giants that we've had through the generations that have written monumental works, okay, coming with blueprints and plans, you know, Amos Wilson, the blueprint for black power, right, Um, Claude Anderson, Powernomics, right, Um, you know, we we got books, okay, that address the problem and also come with solutions, but for some reason, And, you know, to be honest, these books um, are not necessarily unprecedented, okay? They just happen in our time, so to speak. But we've had others before that come with solutions, plans, economic vehicles, okay? Right? Spend, you know, 1% of 1% of... The, the total, um, you know, GNP, so to speak, okay, or the total, you know, amount of wealth that or money that black folk in America make, more than a lot of countries, right? Take that money and invest it, right? Invest it in one spot. You can't get Negro Pins or black folk, <laughs> right? To spend 1% of 1% in that money, of that money in one place, unified. Why? Why is it that we have these plans, these beautiful works, these beautiful plans, these beautiful books, these intellectual giants that have come with this information time after time again, decade after decade, generation after generation coming with these plans yet we fail to heed them we fail to hear them right and even amongst the quote unquote conscious, we can't actually mobilize to get anything done what is it within us that needs to be sacrificed in order for us to see clearly what needs to be done and then begin to move on it You see, the root of the problem is not being addressed. The root of the problem is not being addressed. We address our issues from the, outside, from the inside out, not from the outside in. You see, that's the African way. Deal with life from the inside out. Approach life from the inside out. Because in our worldview, all things that happen in the physical plane, are reaction It's an effect, is an end result of the inner workings and processes of the duat, of the spiritual plane, the inner planes. You see, we have to address our issues from the inside out. not simply dealing with it on the surface. Yes, the plans may work, right? The plans are important. The blueprint is important, right? It's brilliant, but why is it that we can't get Negroes to implement it, to move on it? Why is it that when we begin to do something, we begin to organize, we begin to to come together or try to work together, Down the road, the wheels always fall off the car, bickering, backbiting, egos. Allowing little disagreements or differings in opinions or perspectives to cause us to throw the entire baby out with the bathwater. The inability to compromise and to harmonize and synergize. What is it within us that needs to be sacrificed? What ideas? What beliefs? What insecurities make us this way? You see, if you don't know, ask the hootie. <laughs> right that's that's Heru in his bad way. Heru in his bad way. You see, may cause one to believe that they are their, you know, their light is. The sun, and it may be. And the people that gravitate towards your light, you know, they rotate around you like the sun, right? That's all good, but remember that the sun is one star in a universe that we've, you know, in a universe, in a galaxy filled with stars, in a universe filled with galaxies, right? in in a multiverse so to speak and because of that the ego right ego's hard pressed you see ego's hard pressed my way or no way at all, all right completely correct and unwilling to compromise or give even an inch I disagree with you even though just because I don't like what you got to say and I I think we should try my way well you do your thing over here I'm going to do my thing over here right and we're going to see who we're going to see who who or which ones work right Whose way works? Right? Even if you go separate ways, still have the capacity to compromise and be willing to work together and harmonize in the areas that you can instead of just going away hating and and cutting down. Right?
3: With your mouth. Okay, we got to deal
1: with the inside. It's an internal sacrifice that needs to be made. Right? And you got to be, you know, we got to be willing to go through the difficulty, the initial difficulty, however long it takes. We got to be willing to go through the difficulty. Right? And, you know, go through a difficulty that may cause us to, Uh, You know, feel insecure for a moment, initially, right? Or evoke certain insecurities, how people are looking at us, what people, what other people expect of us, what the society considers to be correct or expected, You know, it's not for the faint at heart, <laughs> right? But we got the juice to give your heart a boost. You know what I mean? That juice is the truth. Those so, so of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother, Uncle New. You listen to the cooking Radio. You know, we dealt with the science of sacrifice. About to wrap it up. Uh, you know, I want to definitely, you know, let everyone know that, you know, we got some big things going on, man. We got some big things going on. Um, you know, first things first. Let's just say, you know, we got the Kukim tour, right? Kukim Tour exploring the comedic tradition in its African context. That's going to be taking place, you know, September the 3rd. Through the 14th Right September the 3rd Through the 14th We're taking a group Of no more than 50 people To Kemet Okay Taking a group to Kemet And you know We're going to You know Go from uh, You know We're going to start in Cairo And we're going to go from Cairo You know Check out all of the You know The monuments in Cairo The museum in Cairo um, You know Heruim Akhet, or the so-called sphinx you know the giza great pyramid kufu Koephra, and menkaura right uh the old kingdom monuments of of um you know sukara okay we're going to go to all of these places we're going to go down to to luxor and you know the temple of luxor the temple of karnak temple of um hatshepsut the valley of the kings valley of the queens the Colossus of um, a, a tip, right? Um, you know, we're going to, you know, go to the Luxor Museum, right? To the Banana Beast. Then we're going to go up to, um, you know, Abydos or Ibdu, to the temple, the Osirian temple of Seti I, right? We're going to go to Dendera, to the temple of Heteru, Then we're going to come back to Luxor and catch a cruise down the Hopi, down the Nile, right? And as we travel down the Nile, we're going to stop in, uh, you know, we're going to stop in Behudet or Edfu to visit the temple of Heru-Behudet. We're going to get back on that cruise and, you know, travel down the Nile, four-day cruise down the Nile. We're going to go from Heru-Behudet, from Edfu, or the Temple of Heru-Behudet to the Temple of Heru-Wah and Sebek in uh, Komobo, okay? Komobo and the Sebek or Crocodile Museum, right? Then we're going to go to Aswan, right? Nubia, to visit the Temple of Osset in the Island of Belach or Phile, okay? The temple of Oset, the beautiful temple of Oset. We're going to visit the, uh, you know, the botanical gardens. We're going to visit the the stone quarry or the so-called unfinished obelisk, right? So we can see where our ancestors got the materials to build from. No UFOs, no UFOs. We're going to show you where they got the stones from, right? We're going to go to the Nubian village in Aswan to build with the family there. You know, going to be blessed to... Um listen to uh you know Nubian brother Mohammed Selah build with us on the Nubian origins and sameness of ancient Kemet, right? The relationship between ancient Nubians and ancient Kemet, how they how the nu- the Nubian origin of ancient Kemet and how the Nubians and the ancient Kemetic people were the same people. He's gonna build with us on that, right? Then we're gonna also be blessed to um you know blessed and have the honor To sit and listen to, um, you know, a Nuba elder, you know, build with us on on Nubian history, right, comedic history. So we got that going on in Aswan. Then we're gonna go down to Abu Simbel, right? We're gonna go down to Abu Simbel, Nubia. So look, beat this. We're starting way up in Cairo, way up in the delta, way up at the top, right? Gonna start in the north and go all the way deep down into the south. I into Nubia, into the Sudan, to the temple of um Ra Heru Kuti and Het-Heru in Abu Simbo. Okay? Then we're gonna return to Aswan and spend a day in Aswan, right? Let everybody soak it up, soak all it, soak all of it in. And then we're gonna catch a flight to Cairo from Aswan. Spend a day in Aswan before we go home, right? But peep this. That's a lot, right? We got a lot going on. Your brother Unpinu will be doing um, the on-site explanation and and breakdown of the comedic tradition in the temples. Okay, that's going to be going on, right? We got that going on. You're going to learn about the Neteru. And how our ancestors venerated them and worked with them. You're going to learn about how our ancestors performed the festivals and made offerings. You're going to learn about how they venerated their ancestors. How our ancestors venerated their ancestors. You're going to learn about that, right? The cosmologies. The cosmological organization of the society and the temple construction. You're going to learn about all of that, right? You're going to do with all of that. But, not only... Is that going on? We got the good brother, Rob Mary, going to be in the building, also building with us, right? Dropping it on us. And, wait a minute. We also got the good brother, the good brother, right? The great linguist, Asar Imhotep, is going to be with us on the Cool Kim Kimmy tour, sharing with us and breaking down for us the connection between um ancient kemet and um you know interior africa modern african um uh, you know nations and people through the relationship of the language and concepts okay so we got osar Imhotep in the building right and as we as we uh going through the tour right we're also going to have lecture presentations from myself, um, you know, in the hotels and on the cruise ship, um, you know, we're going to have a song lecture for us, a song Imhotep lecture for us, right, great author, linguist, we're going to have Rob Mary's lecture for us, I'm going to lecture for the fam, and oh, this is not one that you are going to want to miss, okay, this is one that you're not going to want to miss, we're going to be dealing with the comedic Tradition is in its African context. The good brother, Rob Mary, is going to be dealing with the Nguni, right? The, the Zulu, the Swazi, the Kosa, right? The Nguni uh, connection and origins of the ancient pe- uh, or let's say the comedic origins of the Nguni people, right? Rob Mary's is going to be dealing with that. He's, you know, he's going to be bringing it, right? Saul is going to bring it. I'm going to be dealing with the, you know, the relationship, the cultural continuity and kinship. Of ancient Kemet and modern African traditions, as it is portrayed in the ritual motif and and cosmology, right? So that's what we're going to be dealing with. This is not one that you want to you're going to want to miss. We got packages that include everything for you guys: the flights over there, um, you know, all of the hotels, the cruise, entries to all the sites and the events, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, so on. You don't want to miss it. So. Make sure you check out the website, com, right? Get over there. If you want to go on this trip, check out the package, okay? Check out our packages. And, um, you know, you want to begin registering. We actually opened up registration yesterday, okay? We opened up registration yesterday. So, like I said, we only, we don't want to bring no more than 50 people to maintain, um, you know, you know the intimacy of the group, and also to ensure that everyone is being engaged and everyone has the things that they need. So, you know, uh, we 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 don't want to bring any more than fifty. So you definitely, if you want to go, you're definitely going to want to uh, reserve your spot. Okay, reserve your spot. Right. Um. Also, right. Also. You know we have an incentive plan right an incentive deal right an organizers and referees um, incentive right which is um for every person that you get to go right let's say you want to go and you want uh, you want to bring some other people with you or you get other people to go for each person that you get to go besides yourself. We are going to give you ten percent of the of the fee for the trip, right? We're gonna give you ten percent for each of those people. Right? So for instance, if you want your entire trip paid for, you have to bring ten people. If you get ten people to go, right, on the trip besides you, you can get half of your trip paid for. Or your entire trip paid for, pardon me. You bring 10 people, you can get your whole trip paid for. If you bring 5 people, you can get half of your trip paid for. No matter how many people you bring, if you bring someone, we'll give you 10% for each person that you bring. That's what we got going on. That's how much we want you to come and experience this. Because you're going to learn about the comedic tradition in a way that that has never been explained or done before. This is going to be one like unlike any other, okay? So that's going on. Cool Kim Kimit Tour, right? Exploring the African tradition in its or uh, controlling the exploring the comedic tradition in its African context, pardon me. September third through the fourteenth. Okay. You definitely definitely don't want to miss it, right? Featuring myself, um, the good brother, Rah Mary and Asar M. Hotel okay, along with some other goodies, right, from the family that's already over there when we get there, all right, so that's going on, you can also holler at us on Facebook for more information, facebook.com slash Heninsu, okay, H-E-N-E-N-S-U, right, dot facebook.com slash Heninsu, also, you can, um, you know, contact me, on Facebook, just, you know, get at me, A-A-N-K-H-B-E-N-U, right, type it in, and, um, you know, you'll, you know, you'll reach me, send me a, you know, send me an inbox or a friend request, you know, I'll add you, and you'll, you know, make sure that we connect and link up and see how we can get you on this trip, right, if you're trying to go on a trip, but, yeah, just holler at me, regardless, even if you're just trying to link up, just holler at your brother, you know, definitely, definitely, but um you know that's that's one thing, right? Big thing that we got going on. You don't want to miss it, family. You can also reach me uh by email, heneensu at gmail dot com, right? heneensu at gmail.com, H right? E N E N S U at Gmail dot com, right, for more information. But um the registration form for the cool kim Kimit Tour is on the website, right? So um you go to the marketplace on the website, you'll see Cool Kim Kimmy Tour. Or when you first go to the, the website on the homepage, you will see the flyer. You click on the flyer, and then it'll take you to the page where you can see the itinerary, all of the details, the terms, etc., so on, and make the you know s- you know sign up with the registration form and make payments. We also have a recommended payment plan. Um, you know you can pay all in at one time if you want, or you can pay gradually. Uh, you know, per month, um, you know, between now and August, right? Now in, you know, let's say July 28th, August 1st, up in there, right? But between now and August, you know, you have time to begin to pay for your trip, okay, if you choose not to pay it all at once,
3: Um,
1: right? That's a good word, right? You can register and pay at the website. Um, we also got the you know, the tour getting ready to go down, featuring myself and the good brother Tahir RBG this spring. We're gonna be dealing with the um divine African feminine or the divine African woman, right? The divine African woman and her role in African liberation. That's what we're gonna be dealing with. You know, um it's gonna be a lecture concert series featuring myself and the good brother Tahir here, RBG. Um, you know, if you are interested in bringing this series your way, okay, bringing this tour, bringing this lecture and concert your way, okay, send us an email. You can once again get us get at us at hinisu at gmail dot com or repat at gmail dot com, R E P A T N A T I O N at gmail dot com, and you know talk, you know, reach out to us, see how we can get that um that series your way. Okay, that's going down this spring. Definitely not one to miss. Okay, um, check out our products at the at the website marketplace. Okay, we got books, we got clothes, we got DVDs, we got music, we got all kinds of stuff. Incense, you know what I mean, for the rituals and whatnot. It's pretty soon we're gonna have some candles up there. But um, you know, check us out. Um, you know, Henees.com. Check out the marketplace, and um, you know, also check out DesignCulture.com. G E Z I G N K U L C H A Designculture.com. You'll check out the beautiful African clothes and apparel. Okay. Um, that's the fam. Definitely, definitely. Check out Repat Nation on on Facebook also. You know, like the page, subscribe. Same thing with the Hine page. Like the page, subscribe. Um check out Um Poofy Organics by Candace, right? On Facebook, like the page, subscribe, okay? And uh, you know, support the fam Vitality uh in Seychelles. Like the page, subscribe, right? And um you know I don't don't want to leave anyone out, we got a lot of a lot of stuff going on, a lot of fam is you know, you know, putting in some good work. Um you know so definitely definitely um you definitely want to Make sure you support the family so we can keep on doing what we're doing, and you know have some gas in the engine so that we can get where it is that we're trying to go, okay um with that said, family, you know I think that's that's about it as far as you know the things that we got going on um you know oh well yeah i'll i'll wait on I'll wait on that other that other um announcement we we actually will be having another trip right. That's going to be a little bit closer to home around November, December, right? Late November, December. But, you know, I'll keep you guys posted on the details for that. But, um, you know, also my book, Remembering Gosea, will be released in a few weeks. All right. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for Hymns of the Whirlwind being released soon from the good brother, Tahir B G. Um you you can check out Tahir's music, right? The music that you hear at the top of every show. That's the good brother Tahir R B G. You check out check out that music and more at tahir.bandcamp.com. Tahir dot com. That's T A H I R dot B A N D C A M P dot com. Tahir.bandcamp dot com. Support revolutionary hip hop, the you know what I mean, the hip hop imhotep the priest over beats. Tahir RBG, check him out, right? Support the good brother. Also Um, now available, of course, we have a few more copies of the Black Biblios from the Good Brother Rob Mary. So, you know, there was only, um, 50 of those available in the U.S. We only got a few more left, so you want to get your hands on them while they're still available. Okay? With that said, family, I want to thank everyone for tuning in, for building with us, asking the beautiful, you know, thought-provoking questions Right? I want to thank you for your time, attention, and participation. I want you to know that you are appreciated. We wouldn't be able to take the show to the level that we that we take it to if you weren't here. Right? So we definitely don't take your presence for granted. We appreciate you. And I want to will you right, a blissful remainder of your day. Right? La'outib. Right? Netchimib. Right? right? A Heart that swells with gladness and and a blissful heart. You know, and enjoy the rest of your your day. And we're going to be back here next week. Maybe with a special guest. We're going to be back here next week. Same time, same place for more Hininsu. So until next time, family, Sinepti, be well,
3: Hatapu.